0: Hello everybody. I hope you're all having a great day so far. The topic of today's video and podcast is gonna be why you don't need a meal plan. So meal plans are funny because when someone approaches me to do some coaching and they want help with their diet, this is generally the first thing that they jump to. They'll, they'll say to me, oh, I need a meal plan or can you tell me exactly what to eat in a meal plan? That's what I need. And while meal plans do have their place In specific circumstances and the way I do meal plans or not they're not actually meal plans is different But it's a lot more effective and i'm going to go into that in a moment But there are some glaring issues with meal plans and that's kind of What i'm going to go into in this podcast so The main problem with meal plans is, they don't give you any control over your diet. It'll be great, yeah, I can give you a meal plan with specific foods to eat at specific grammages, at specific times, and that's fantastic. Until you have to eat something that's not on the meal plan, and then you realise, shit, I actually don't know what to do here, because you have no control over your diet you're giving the control to the nutritionist or coach that has given you this meal plan, or you're giving it to the meal plan yourself, one or the other. You need to be in control of your choices. You need to be in control of your diet. Meal plans tell you what to do, but they don't tell you why you're doing it. And that is the most important aspect of this, of nutrition as a whole. Once you know the why, the what follows as a consequence of that, because you have the principles nailed versus just doing this particular thing that you're not sure why you're doing it. You're just you've got this prescriptive meal plan with all these different foods and times and grammages, and you're just sort of doing it because somebody else told you to do it. Versus. Another version of you where you know why you're eating certain foods and on their effect, but it's going to happen in your body So like for example if you eat a high protein high fiber diet, it's going to keep you full It's going to promote healthy digestion. It's going to help you build muscle If you reduce the amount of added sugar and fat in your diet It's going to reduce the amount of calories in your diet helping you manage your weight easier You're going to if you learned to eat carbs say one hour before your workout You'd know that carbohydrates have positive effects on your performance you may also learn that you need to drink plenty of water and electrolytes to keep yourself hydrated. And then another one might be that you learn all about the numbers inside food, so the calories and the macros inside some of the most common foods that you're eating. And if you were to learn about some of these basic nutrition principles, you would be able to formulate a meal plan of your own. You would be able to make decisions on your own without this sheet of paper that is telling you to eat 60 grams of porridge at 7 a.m. with 50 mils, of almond milk or whatever it is instead you'd be able to say, well, I'm gonna have porridge this morning but I know I'm gonna have porridge because it keeps me full, it's got fibre in it, Um, there's other nutrients there, it's easy to make and I know it's an appropriate portion because I've tracked it in my fitness pal before and 50 to 65 grams seems to be a good enough portion. For me, it keeps, it, that keeps me full, but it's within my calorie target for the day. Just as a wild example, but those are two, there's, there's, those are two massively different scenarios. In one, you're like, following this meal plan that's just 60 grams of porridge, just like, okay, I'm just eating this because my coach said it to me. Whereas in the other scenario, you're making the decision and you know why you're eating the porridge and you know why you're having specific grammages and you know the effect that it's going to have on your body and on your health. So that those are two massively different scenarios. And the big thing is once you have an understanding of food and its effects on your body composition, your health and your well-being, it's going to be so much easier for you to make informed choices. And another thing is when it comes to off-track foods and treat foods and alcohols and night out and all this nights out and all these other different things, you'll be able to include all those different things into your lifestyle and your diet without any guilt because you have a understanding of nutrition and you will you have a better understanding of how these foods affect you and affect your body, and you're not going to be chained to this meal plan that says. You have a cheap meal on a Saturday night, and that's the only time you can have anything processed. You know, <laughs> so it's there's a big difference here between those two scenarios: one where you where you have you're following this meal plan super prescriptive, and you you don't know the why behind it, versus gaining an understanding of nutrition and the and, and understanding why you're making certain choices. And it's this simple education that a, that a coach can give you, or you can, of course, learn by, by, by looking at my content <laughs> or different content online that, that, is, that is evidence-based and helpful you can gain this understanding and it is incredibly liberating, like one of the big things that my clients find whenever they come to the end of their coaching period, it's not just the fact that they've lost a bunch of fat or built a load of muscle or they feel better or their digestion has improved or the relationship with food has improved, it's the fact that they've learned how to do all these things and they've learned the why behind these results and why they're eating food and why their diet is set up in such a way. And this is massively different to meal plans, because dietitians are the only ones that can legally give you a meal plan. There are lots of meal plans around there, and you know, it's it's it would be hard to prosecute someone for giving a meal plan because of the actual legal terminology. But if we are actually talking about the law here, dietitians are the only ones that are supposed to give meal plans out, it's prescriptive ones, and that is because they're used in specific certain medical scenarios for people and that's kind of the the reason that they are used for the vast majority of the population a meal plan is not going to be that overly helpful but there is one exception to this and i use a version of meal plans well i don't i don't call it a meal plan i call it a meal template and this is something that i use um with my clients uh in certain certain clients some clients are better off with uh, general portion control, uh, different portion control guidelines, such as say using your hand as a guide, um, or some some are better off gaining an understanding of my fitness pal and tracking and weighing your food and stuff like that. But then some of my clients do better with a meal template, and this is essentially imagine you have in this case, four columns of food. In the first column, you have all these different types of proteins. In the second column, you have all these different types of vegetables, non-starchy vegetables. In the third column, you have different carb sources, so your rice, your pasta, potatoes, um, sweet potatoes, oats, these different types of things. And then in the fourth column, you will have some form of fat. So. This is, these are the four columns that might be in a meal template that I give to my clients that have proteins, vegetables, or sometimes there's fruits in there, depending on on, on the particular meal that we're talking about, carbs, and then fats. But what my clients would do in this situation is they would pick and formulate a meal from the choices in the different columns, and they would also learn about the specific weights, and they they would have to still weigh their food out to learn about the specific portions that are appropriate for them. So the main difference here is you're making the choice, you're in control, and you're also gaining an understanding that, right, well, column one is good because it's high in protein, and you know, right, you're backing that up with the knowledge that protein is good for X, Y, Z reason, vegetables are good for X, Y, Z reason, carbs are good for XYZ reason, and then fats are, are are good for XYZ reason, but I'm also limiting them for XYZ reason. So that is kind of the way I would structure a meal template or a meal plan in this case for a client. But again, it's still important that that is backed up with knowledge, education, and the why behind someone eating in this particular way. So that is kind of the main tenets of meal plans why i am not a fan a meal template in the way i described is a much better way of doing things i believe and if you want any more help with this guys or if you are interested in learning more about your nutrition your diet or if you're interested in integrating a meal template approach like this just shoot me a message on instagram at dean.micaloon and i will be happy to help you more there But yeah, outside of that, I'm going to leave it there. And if you have any more questions, you know where to find me, as I said, on my Instagram. And I want to thank you, as always, for tuning in. And I will catch you in the next one. Peace.